When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Friday, it was a massive afternoon into the evening. The second running of the Ascot Park Hotel Invercargill Cup. Let's go to Craig Rail, get the concluding stages, and then talk to a bloke I think will be pretty happy about life at this time of year. Self-assure and Beach Ball, they're locked in battle. 400 metres left to travel. Mostile Benz enjoy the good run. American Me in fourth, then got you covered. To the outside, Heisenberg, then he's a Meister, Tack McLeod and Robbins Playboy. Up to the turn, it's the battle we're waiting for. Self-assure the inside, Beach Ball the outside, American Me to the passing lane. Self-assure in front, American Me tries harder. Beach Ball the outside, self-assure in front. Here's American Me, American me self assured self assured in for the fight he's just in front of american me lunched and won i think american me's won the cup of nose the self assured the thriller beach ball has run third got you covered so a massive result there at the ascot park hotel in the cargill cup just the second time it's been run at group one level the co-trainer along with his son tim is brent white he's kindly joined us on uh, this christmas eve morning uh, very good morning to you whitey hey greg here you go Group one winning trainer. Don't worry about how I'm going. I'm picking you going, okay? Yeah, I'm just giving my voice back now, mate. So you know how good I went. Well, I know how good your horse went, and I know what sort of ride you've been on with this horse. And we'll get to American Me shortly, because he deserves a lot of plaudits, as does driver Sarah O'Reilly. But how special watching that on Friday. Your son, Tim, down there. You guys have been in partnership for a couple of years now, but... You've gone to the next level. That's what you told me a few years ago you wanted to do and you wanted to have horses in Group 1 races. You achieved that with this horse in the great race, the IRT New Zealand Cup, but now you're a Group 1 winning trainer alongside your son. It must have been special. Oh, very special, Greg. I'm very proud um, of what Tim's achieved and what he's done so far, but also very proud of the whole um, group around us. Um, Kimberly Bart, uh, Jack Joyce, Sarah, of course, uh, Bart Ravenscroft, or Don Borlase, all the people that help us day in and day out and probably don't get all the accolades at times. It's a real good team effort and it's a good team environment. What did you think during the run? Because obviously you had two in there, got you covered as well, and they were duelling for the lead on a couple of occasions, which was interesting from uh, a viewer's point of view. And then Self Assured came looking and Sarah said, you know what, I've got this horse on the bit, I'm going to make you work that little bit harder, and without putting too fine a point on it, if she hadn't have done that to a New Zealand Cup winner, a Race by Grins winner, a dual uh, New Zealand free-for-all winner, an Auckland Cup winner, then you wouldn't have beaten him, Whitey. No, exactly, it was a peach of a drive, and uh, we knew we had 10 and 20 metres over um, Benny's and Mark's nice horse, so she, um, and we never had a conversation about it. Like she's, she's not the third best driver in the country uh, for no reason. So, um, and she knew that if she stepped, she had to run. You got, uh, got you covered, and him both being good beginners, um, she saw that oh, he was going to keep terrorising if she didn't hand, and then come back around round him. And uh, yeah, like uh, 
we um, I've had a few battles regarding when we missed just about missed the start in the cup about the two miles, and he's proven it now. The Mifflin Cup two miles, he hit the line good. New Zealand Cup got back and hit the line good, and another two mile race now, um, and he's hit the line and you know, got money every time. So the longer the journey, the better it is for him, Greg. Yeah, the greatest strength that he's got uh, was shown in that Mifflin Cup, and I just well, we'll get on get on to that very shortly, but. Tell me how you came to get the horse. Uh, obviously, it started out its career in, in Manawatu, and um, you know Doug Gale raced the horse uh, a lot um, around that area and, and up to, to Cambridge, and, and it made its way down here to Gavin Smith's and then, then to your place. Now, you must have got the horse, oh, I would say, about um, the second week in June, somewhere around that, because it did have that last start for Gav on the 1st of June, and you instantly got success. What, what was the article you were presented with in American Me? And did you, A, think you had a product that you could get to a New Zealand Cup for a start, but B, by the end of the year, be a Group 1 winner? No, to be totally honest. Um, he turned up, uh, Steve Hollander, who we'd never done anything for in the past. He rung Sarah. Sarah had driven for Steve in the North Island at uh, Manawatu through Doug Gale's um, contacts. He's got a lot of horses with Doug. And, um, you know, get, Kevin wasn't having any luck. Um, and uh, they just thought it maybe another change. And they rang Sarah, and Sarah said, oh, better ring um, Brendel Tim up and ask. So um, Steve rang, and you know, we took him on, and they turned up, and he was a you know, lovely little horse. And I guess he loves the mid Canterbury fresh air, Greg. He's just um, turned the corner, and he's, uh, when he won first up, you know, Tim and I were very confident he'd worked up real good. And um, and then when he beat Artie's Express, I thought that was a wee bit out of the bag, and maybe we have got a horse that we can um, target um, the road to the cup, and uh, so that's the mindset we went on. Mifflin Cup being um, on the race that we really wanted to win, one for, uh, one for Sarah, and personally myself, I'd won the Mifflin Cup at Geraldine, but to win it actually at Mifflin, I won it with Cranbourne at Geraldine, but to win it at Mifflin and for Sarah and the emotion attached to it for Sarah, particularly... Um, it was a great, and then to go to the New Zealand Cup with no high expectations, I just had no high expectations just to be there, and then to run a creditable fourth, uh, like a dream come true, mate. Yeah, that Miffin Cup, when I've just been over at Australia for that Interdom series, and part of that was the Australasian Young Drivers, and interviewed Sarah on many occasions, and a lot of people were asking me over there, well, what the heck's the Miffin Cup? How, how could that be the biggest race that you ever wanted to win? But... It meant so much to Sarah because of the family lineage around that area, era. So uh, area rather. So um, that that was big. Now you've run fourth in a New Zealand Cup. Now you've won a Group One, uh, Ascot Park and Vicargo Cup. I think Sarah. Well, I don't know. Maybe she won't change her mind. Maybe it still is the Miffin Cup. But when I texted her yesterday, she said I should probably retire now. My junior driver's uh, record will, will be blooming hard to get beaten. She's won the the national title about four times in the Junior Drivers' Championship and, and a couple of times uh, for the overall premiership. And, uh, of course, she's an Australasian young driving champion. She won that in 2019. So, yeah, she she could hang up the silks now and pro- probably be quite happy with that career. But she's got to chase down her father in terms of Group 1 wins now that she's got one on the board, surely. Oh, yeah, I don't think she'll be um, hanging up the colours anytime soon, Greg. She's sort of got a passion for it and she loves to win and she... Um, she's pretty quiet around the place, but um, like she's a little silent assassin when she's out on the track. 
Oh, absolutely she is. I found that out while he uh, walking across from the stables on Inter-Dominion Grand Final night when she yelled something out like, you're doing a great job, Greg, and then hid behind all the other juniors. Could you imagine her doing that? Absolutely I could, especially with a couple of steamers on board, mate. She, she is uh, uh, quite a comical young lady. It's just getting it out of her sometimes. Exactly, exactly. No, she does a very good job. Yep, she's uh, she's and the horses run for a whitey. That's that's the other amazing thing. And when you talk to her father about it, and Jared and Jane were over at that series too, how proud they are of of what she's uh, achieving. And just watching her drive, Jared's getting a bigger kick out of that than even driving himself. He said these days. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we're probably just fortunate enough that um, when Kimberly started with us and Sarah was looking for a change, that um, and Sarah lives so close to the stables that she decided to join our stable, and it's um. Yeah, worked, worked probably better than we all thought. And, um, you yeah, know, we're very lucky to have two very experienced um, young ladies like we've got. All right. Obviously, the ultimate result on Friday. But you and Tim have had a, a heck of a season, mate. You've racked up 36 wins from limited starters, only over 270 starters. And um, you're only in your second full season of training together. So uh, how many horses have you got? And what's your capacity? And where do you go to from here? What do you start thinking about? You mentioned Cranbourne before. You've obviously now got this horse. Um, is it about finding that better quality of horse and just lifting the bar again? Yeah, I, suppose, yeah, I hope so. It's just to do the best job for all our owners that we've got, and we've been very lucky. We've got a real loyal bunch of owners. Um, some of them have got more than one horse in work, and um, and we've got some nice young stock coming through. We were lucky enough to go to the sales last year, and I went a wee bit mad, and spent quite a lot but we syndicated them all and um yeah hopefully what we've got coming through in two and the three year old ranks will um no keep keep continuing continuing on and uh, you never know where the next one comes comes from I thought when you know, when we had Helios and Wesley Sawcock that I might never get another one then Cranbourne come along and you know and then now American me and I got you covered. I mean they're all genuine um horses in their own right so you, you, you never know where they come from Greg. No, absolutely, uh, you don't. So how does that work? You go along to the sales and um, you, you said you, you spent over your budget or you got, got got a bit crazy, as can happen. You get that white line fever when you get in the sales, see something that you want. Um, who puts those together? Do people come to you? How does that all sort of work? And I'm picking to be hands-on with the horses. It's blimmin' hard to be doing all the book work and all of that stuff as well. Yeah, well, um, yeah, the sales last year I went and I was hell bent on buying um, a trotter out of one over the stars because we'd trained that for Lex and Heather Williams before it yep. went to Hopi's. And um, so, yeah, I paid 80000 for it and never said a word to no one. Then rung Tim and said, we're in trouble. We need to get this syndicated. So, yeah, <laughs> Tim, put, Tim put an email around just to our ownership group straight away and we had it syndicated within two hours, um, right. just like that. So that took the pressure off and then we bought two or three other paces and within two weeks they were all done. But, yeah. Elena, my partner, she does all our book work and um, keeps that all tickety-boo. If we didn't have her doing those things, uh, I'd be bugging, mate. I'm, uh, as I always say, I can, I'm a bit of a part-time horse trainer, a part-time publican and a part-time truck driver. I'm not good at much, but I just battle away and do what I do. So that's what we do. <laughs> and that's that's what makes it work because uh, obviously you're pretty handy with a horse and um, you bring that to the business. You're obviously educating Tim and have been for quite some time, but you also have the confidence to send him with the horse down there. But I suppose he brings the technology side in some respects and you bring the old school hard work side. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, all the social media stuff and all that um, between him and Sarah, Kim, they sort of um, do all the photos and that there for everyone. And and uh, yeah, I'm I just I'm quite happy. I'm at the stables now, packing the ute and float for Tim to go down to Cromwell next week. And they, everyone's home putting their feet up. So, but I enjoy doing that, and um, and I enjoy seeing um, everyone that works for us get the success they get. And um, I'm happy to perch up at the pub with the boys and have a jug afterwards and say, oh, that's another job well done. Hey, move on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. Well, you certainly deserve a jug and it'll be a great Christmas. And I spoke to Steve Hollander about that yesterday. It's uh, going to be hard to wipe the smile off all of those owners' faces. OK, you said you're travelling down there. I think you had one going to Motokarara on the 29th. Is Commander Ben in there? Yeah, Commander Ben's in there and then Tim just working out. Um, we'll take, it will take three or four down to um, Central. Um, and uh, and then we're just not 100% sure whether American may will go to um, Omicare yet or not. We'll just see how he comes through the next two or three days um, and then go from there. But um, we've got a couple right. of nice mates, got a maiden that's going down there, um, should do a nice job at um, Roxborough. So, yeah, we've got some nice ones going down there, Greg. What's her name, mate? So the punters uh, out there, the people who listen to Trot's Talk can follow her in. Uh, well, it's probably well known for this time of the year, three beers deep. Three beers deep, okay, good as gold. <laughs> Won't be hard to forget that one, three beers deep, and I'm picking you were more than three beers after you won that. Uh, I was going to ask you, obviously, about American Me, so the decision will be made on whether you go to Central, and then what does he have a break? Um, is is the yeah. hand up for a race by Grins? Do you think about a Northern campaign? I mean, all of those things are in play now. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, that's where we're a little bit lost at the moment, probably got to work out the programmes. Like you say, the Auckland Cup, but it's still six months away. And yep. um, But yeah, somewhere along the line, he's got to um, go to the paddock. So it's whether he goes to Omicare and has a break or goes to the paddock now. We'll just, um, as I said, we'll, we'll just see what he's like over the next two or three days and talk to Steve and talk to Tim and, and map it out. And, you know, sort of in foreign land, foreign land again here, Greg. So we'll just sort of got to feel our way and see what happens. Yep. And Commander Ben would be hard to beat at the Mott, you think? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's um, seems to go his best race is real fresh, and I just worked in this morning, and I was real happy with him. So yeah, he'll be a strong chance on uh, Friday, um, Mott. All right. Well, we really appreciate you coming on uh, this morning, mate. Um, massive effort for you, Tim, and the entire team by taking out the Ascot Park and Bacargill Cup. Group one winning trainers now. They'll never be able to take that away from you. I know what it would have meant, mate. So uh, appreciate you coming on and sharing it with us this morning. Cheers, Brent, and Merry Christmas to you and everyone, all the listeners out there. Please. Good on you, Whitey. That's uh, Brent White. Brent and Tim White had their biggest day at the office on Friday. American Me, the horse good enough to run fourth in the New Zealand Cup behind Swayze, Akuta and a company. Beach Ball was third, of course, turned the tables uh, around by winning his Group 1 for young Sarah O'Reilly. So uh, a massive day for the people of Mid-Canterbury and uh, we congratulate them on that massive success on Friday. And a big congratulations to the club down there as well. HRNZ took a punt uh, by uh, setting up the Simvacargill Cup and putting it on the last Friday before Christmas. They turned over 1.5 million. It was massive. Last year it was 1.1, and if you actually combine their two days that they used to have, I think they may have even exceeded that. So uh, big ups to everyone involved in the Invercargill Cup to Jason Broad and the team there. Congratulations.